Welcome, viewers and listeners, to CHP Talks. We're here again with a wonderful friend of ours in Nunavut, uh, Mr. Patrick Netzer. Thank you for joining us today, Patrick. No, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Rod. Good to see you again. Yeah, and uh, I want to remind our listeners, uh, some may not have been on uh, listening when you were on our show last time, but I'm going to tell them a little bit about you. So, uh, Patrick Netzer was born and raised in Coral Harbor in what was then the Northwest Territories. As a young teenager, Mr. Netzer operated a successful fishing and hunting business, selling his catch to the local co-op. He then went on a to a 13-year career with the Northwest Territories Power Corporation, serving as plant operator, mechanic, electrician, lineman, and janitor. In 1989, he ran for Coral Harbor's Education Council, and within a short period of time, he was elected vice chair of the Kivalik Region's Education Council. He also operated a successful private business for 15 years during this time. In 2004, Mr. Netzer ran in a by-election and was elected to none of its le- first legislative assembly because none, none of it uh, came into being recognition uh, as a territory at that time. He was uh, re-elected to the second legislative assembly later that same year and held several different cabinet portfolios during the term, including housing, economic development and transportation, workers' compensation board, and the environment. Mr. Netzer left territorial politics for a time to serve for six years as executive assistant to the Honorable Leona Aglukak, none of its member of parliament at that time. In 2017, Mr. Netzer returned to territorial politics to serve constituents in the Avalik riding. He was elected to cabinet in 2018, serving as minister responsible for the Nunavut Housing Corporation and minister responsible for Nunavut Arctic College. He became well known as a truth speaker and a unifier by boldly proclaiming his sincere belief that all lives matter, and we appreciate his willingness to speak the truth regardless of political consequences. Mr. Netzer has been married to his wife, Mona, for 40 years. They have six children, 19 grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. He currently serves in the community. Pardon me? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all amazing. He is currently serving his community in other ways, and he continues to harvest traditional foods like caribou, fish, and ptarmigan. Every once in a while, I get a picture from none of it showing uh, this bountiful harvest. And today, we want to discuss with him a special project he and Mona have taken on, reaching out to help pregnant women and new moms in none of it. So again, Patrick, thanks for joining us today. Uh, a while ago, you and your wife uh, launched this program uh, to help uh, pregnant women and, and new moms. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, thank you. I, I thank you for my lengthy um, bi- um, <laughs> biography. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I had that. Yes. Um, Actually, it's through the Campaign Life Coalition that and do, the donors from across Canada and elsewhere that provide funds for my, my wife and I to purchase um, baby products for um, young mothers and with, with um, babies up to two years old, I believe it is. 
and we do it on a monthly basis. So it's it's through the love of the people of Canada that we were able to do it, and we thank them for that. Thank you. Yes, uh, I spoke to Jeff Gunnerson at Campaign Life Coalition about this program, and uh, I'm gonna I'll repeat this a couple times. But people who would like to help with this project, which is very important, helping uh, pregnant moms and and new moms with uh, the supplies they need to look after their babies, and that is through campaignlifecoalition.com and you can go forward slash donate. So campaignlifecoalition.com forward slash donate. And in the comments there, you just say, yes, I want to help uh, pregnant women and new moms in none of it. And it'll it'll get, uh, he says, there's no administration taken out of that. Any money donated to that fund goes directly to none of it. And you and your wife, Mona, are distributing that. You, you purchase the products. Um, I guess at at uh, local local stores there, and uh, yes, at the local, <clears throat> excuse me, at the local establishment here in Coral yeah. Harbor. Yeah, um, we we started off with Coral Harbor. Now, um, Campaign Life Coalition has uh, branched out to uh, Nalyat, which is formerly Repulse Bay, and into Well Cove. Yeah, um, they're serving three communities. Yeah, you have uh, a huge territory uh none of it and of course uh you know the travel as i understand traveling in uh around your territory is uh quite challenging it's either by air or by water or or by over the snow and ice uh so um, how far away are these other communities that you're uh interacting with um if you Look up behind you. We're situated on, on an island called Southampton Island, which is the top top end of Hudson Bay. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. That, that's where my home is. Yes. We're Pearl quite Harbor. isolated. Yeah, we're quite isolated, and the only way to travel between communities at the moment is by by airline. And um, for example, my daughter, my youngest daughter, um, came with her family from Michalowicz, which is on the east side of uh, Nunavut, the capital of uh, uh, Nunavut, Michalowicz. Okay. They had to they had to fly to Rankin Inlet, and then overnight in Rankin Inlet, and then um, come here the following day. So yeah, um, just to travel from like Michalowicz is about four hundred fifty miles from here. Uh, it takes 24 hours to get here, and that's because uh, there's no connections uh, in between the communities. Wow, so very challenging. And I understand, um, well, right now, uh, tell tell the listeners what the temperature is outside your home today. <laughs> well, my wife and I have been planning to go to our cabin, which is about 90 miles from here. To do some fishing just to get some fresh air but um last week it was quite mild and we were hoping to go but we had some really really heavy snow and total white out so we've been waiting it out another um we have crystal clear skies but the temperature went down to minus 57 this morning with the wind chill so oh. i think we decided no. I, I don't think we want to freeze our faces just today and <laughs> wait it out. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But that's one of the challenges of getting around uh, in in the area you live in and being able to reach out to these uh, women with and and uh, what about the cost of goods like you know people always talk about the cost of uh, raising a child and so on um, you know we we believe every life is precious all lives matter yeah. as you said and and these little ones that are not yet born and and after they are born um, you know there's there's this desire every woman has a desire to look after her children and to provide for them to keep them warm keep them fed but it must be a, a pretty high cost for the goods that we take for granted down here in the south i say the south i'm in northern british columbia but we're still south of you and uh, our conditions mm -hmm. are much milder um what about cost of of supplies there for pampers <clears throat> and uh uh, formula and various uh, baby food things that they might need. Yeah, it's a real challenge. Uh, currently, we have only one one store. Um, the other store burnt, caught on fire, electrical fire, late last year, and it had to be it had to it closed down. But they're doing renovations at the moment. But currently, it, it, we have no other choice to. We have no choice but to go to this one store now, um, and and due to rising cost of heating fuel and gasoline, you know everything at the store, um, as, as we can imagine, prices go up. So it, it's astronomical at the moment. Well, even in the south here, I call it the south. <laughs> uh, we're uh, like we're fourteen hours drive from Vancouver, but. But uh, even here, we're really feeling the pinch, uh, especially with the carbon taxes, with inflation. Wow. Um, and it uh, must be more extreme in your setting because the cost of bringing supplies in, uh, there's very little time of the year when uh, supplies can be brought in by water. And so... Mm -hmm. Bringing things in by air, of course, is much more expensive than trucks, and you just can't drive from here to uh, your place in a truck. It's uh, impossible. No, it, everything is flowing up here, as you can imagine, and we get sea lift once a year, and you have to time when you order some stuff on sea lift, then you have to do all the pre-arrangements with um, the southern um, entities to ensure that your your material comes in on on time so it's a real challenge up here yes and carbon tax has not helped any of us at all it, it, it we've been um, you know we, we've been hit with the uh, price of gasoline increase especially heating fuel i bought some fuel yesterday i think 20 gallons at 90 liters was over a, almost 170 dollars and wow. Yeah. That carries on for that goes on for three weeks due to the extreme weather we have at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So cost of living is atrocious up here. So we, we think but it's we, we, we get right on. Yeah. It's uh, marvelous. I mean the, the uh, human side of this, there's there's the cost, there's the transportation, there's organizing things and and it's all only possible by do, you know because there are donations made for that purpose, and those donations are donations of love. Uh, it comes yes. as as cash, which is required to purchase supplies. But 
the what i'm really interested in is the love that you and your wife are showing to these young women and and making it possible for them to to uh take this step of bringing a child to birth and and looking after that child raising a family you have children grandchildren and great-grandchildren and you know the joy of of having that family uh having the love that you share between one another and uh, it's just marvelous to think of these young women being given hope i guess uh, so that they're able to um uh, basically see themselves as caring for their children and and not the bleak uh you know the other the other alternative is not to have children and that's that's a bleak uh, proposition or those of us who love our families know what a what a treat it is what a treasure what a blessing to to have family and uh, that we can share our love with and we're getting god to replenish the earth so that's his law and, and whenever we see a, a newborn my niece my niece had a newborn recently and she's a beautiful beautiful little child and and when we do our shopping for young mothers and expectant expectant mothers and and we take the all the the supplies to our house here and then we set a certain time that they'll they'll be picking they'll be available for pickup the last time it was just before christmas i believe we spent just under five thousand dollars and um they were gone in minutes yeah, yeah. we said in five ten minutes everything was gone yeah so with the high cost of um living up here um sometimes mom sacrifice sacrifices um for their babies it, it's 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 hard to explain yeah but they, but they do come in and they do really appreciate and what my wife does is when we get the pampers she she distribute them um evenly to 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 all that come and even then some people leave without um being able to take anything home yeah it, it's really heart-wrenching well i think you know over the years i mean i've been involved in the pro-life movement for many years uh and <clears throat> there's uh that there's the political side of it there's the educational side of it but then there is the the caring relational side of it <clears throat> that um people need to know that we care um and and so this reaching out in a material practical way to help them carry the burdens uh, i think is so important uh, are you having yeah. interaction with with uh, these uh precious women uh beyond the the uh just the simple supplies but are you having a building relationships as well yes um my wife and i have one adopted child my son oldest son has an adopted child um my, our youngest son has an adopted child so um we know all, all about adoption and when you take a child home a family is willing to give them it's really really special and we do have a lot of networking person knows this the person knows this and the next person knows that information we get from others 
that are connected for people that want to adopt or, or give, a, give a child away, for instance. We have a dear friend here now uh, with the RCMP that he's looking for a child and, and uh, for his son to adopt. And we've ha we have our ears open, so we network like that. And every Ed, child matter. Yeah, every child matters. That's that's really uh, good and true. Can't go wrong. All lives matter. And and the irony too is um, our, our adopted little girl, which which is younger than our biological daughter. Um, she tells all she's got two kids now, and she tells all her siblings that she's the only one. Like her. She says, "But she's she's the only one that looks like her dad among all her siblings." <laughs> that that's really really special. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I know you and your wife are Christians, and uh, you're committed to the truth of the word, and uh, that uh, God has uh, made mankind, uh, men and women, in His image, in the sense that we share the characteristics uh of the almighty he's he's brought us into his family and and as as those who have taken on faith have become christians um we are also adopted we're adopted into god's family we, we have our own natural yeah. family but we have a supernatural adoption into the the family of god so we are his children sons and daughters the of the most high God. And so we have a special privilege of sitting on his lap and receiving love from the father, the creator of the universe. And that's, a, that's very special. And it, it gives you and me a special relationship as brothers, uh, in the kingdom of God, in the family of God. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. That's an amazing, amazing thought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything, uh, I've asked you a few specific questions, but anything you'd like to share uh, from this uh, project that you have been involved in? I, first of all, I want to thank you for taking on this role, you and your wife, Mona, for for reaching out in this way. Um, I think it's marvelous. I, I thank right now, I thank those who have participated through contributions uh, through Campaign Life Coalition, and they can continue to do that. And, and it will bring joy to the hearts of uh, those who are receive the gifts. Um, but sh share with us any any thoughts that you would like to uh, tell our listeners today. Mm, thank you. Yeah, we kind of um, fell into this accidentally over my comment on um, social media, whatever life matters and then, you know, history. You know the story. I, I was a, a cabinet member, and I lost my job over over that little statement, which did everything wrong. But we fell into this accidentally, as per se. But um, we really do thank the love of the the donors that provide that give donations to Campaign Life Coalition. We are just uh, my wife and I are just armed to use that money to to everything we purchase, every dollar. We use it goes to um, young mothers, young families that would have otherwise have trouble uh, issues putting um, buying pampers and baby baby uh, baby stuff for for their children. So we really do appreciate the love outpouring of the uh, 
the donors. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, thanks, uh, Patrick. And uh, again, I'll just give that uh, uh, URL, campaignlifecoalition.com forward slash donate. And in the comments put there that you want that used to help new moms and and, and pregnant moms in uh, in none of it. And this man right here and his wife will be sure that it gets to uh, someone who needs it and someone who will benefit. And there'll be little children that will benefit and can look back uh, as they grow up that they have been helped uh, in their life by your generous donations. So, yeah, um, just to share a short story, we did this back in, I believe it was November, um, to, and instead of the people coming to our home, we decided that we would um, drop the, the products off and we went to this particular family that was distraught and he didn't know what to do, what, where he would next get his uh, or their baby's pampers and um, milk products. And when we brought into the door, he said, you know, I was wondering well, how I'm going to feed my, my child today. So it, it, it was a real God's timing. Oh. That was really amazing. Yeah. So we assure the, the, the listening public that we don't benefit from this program at all. We, we ensure that everything goes to the young mothers and young families. And what I, what we do is purchase the, 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 the supplies. Then I send the receipts down to um, Campaign Life Coalition where they pay the, the uh, vendors. Yeah, and uh, Jeff Gunnerson has assured me that uh, they don't take anything out of those donations. Donations uh, designated for the new moms and pregnant moms and none of it. Uh, Campaign Life doesn't uh, take any administration fees out of that, whatever. Every penny that comes in for this project goes directly uh, to the new moms and pregnant moms in mm-hmm. none of it. So Jeff, Jeff Gunnison has a big heart. Yeah. 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 So uh, campaign life in general, they, they do have a lot of other projects, yes. they do a lot of things that they do, but we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Very much. They've been faithful in this, uh, call for the respect for human life at both ends of the spectrum. And, uh, this is one practical, outworking of that that uh, makes a difference in the lives of individuals so uh, we thank them for that yes Patrick a little goes a long way and it, it really impact it really impact the lives of uh, these young mothers and young families thank you yeah well thank you very much Patrick uh, God bless you and uh, we'll talk again next time on CHP Talks thanks for listening to CHP Talks For more content you don't want to miss, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast, CHP Talks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. To view our weekly episodes in a video format, you can find us on Brighteon at brighteon.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. On BitChute at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. Now, social media censorship and the cancel culture have restricted what we can discuss on YouTube. 
but most of our programs can still be found on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash CHP Canada. Thanks for joining us. Please share this information with others. After all, speaking the truth is an act of love. I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of CHP Canada and your host of CHP Talks. See you next week.